Leafs pick up a win in Montreal and finally ink their top prospect in Matthew Nyes. Where does he fit into this lineup moving forward? We'll tackle this discussion today on the Locked On Leafs podcast. Your Locked On Maple Leafs, your daily podcast on the Toronto Maple Leafs. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello and welcome into the April 10th edition of the Lockdown Leafs podcast. It's your one-stop shop for all things Leafs. I'm your host, Mike DiStefano from TSN 1050 Toronto Radio, also known as Al's Brother, on TSN's Overdrive and TSN 1050's Leafs Lunch. Joining me, it's my co-host, Dave Morissuti from Sportsnet, also a writer for the NHLPA. Lockdown Leafs is a daily Maple Leafs Century podcast, so be sure to subscribe for free wherever you get your podcasts from. You can also now catch us up on YouTube format. Just search up Lockdown Leafs. Hit subscribe. We've got new content coming out to you guys each and every weekday, Monday through Friday. Uh, today's show is brought to you by HelloFresh. Skip trips to the grocery store and count on HelloFresh to make home cooking easy, fun, and affordable. That's why it's America's number one meal kit. Go to HelloFresh.com slash NHL60 and use the code NHL60 for 60% off plus free shipping. Well, Dave, we finally got the signing we've all been waiting for. Matthew Nyes is officially a Toronto Maple Leaf. little golf clap. Golf clap on a Masters Sunday. little golf clap. Appreciate the Tiger Woods, by the way. Love it. Um... You know, I think we all knew that this was going to happen. Just kind of it was a matter of crossing the T's and dotting the I's. And now it sounds as though he's going to join the team in Florida and we'll get to, to lay eyes on him for the final three games. And one uh, one person here will actually potentially see him live. That's right. You're going to be down there for a little bachelor weekend and you'll be at the Tampa game tomorrow night. I will be. Well, you're going to have to give us a 411, the full scouting report from in Amelie Arena, my guy. Yeah, it's in history kind of says that when I'm away on a Leafs road game, I should pack an old hat. True. Very, very true. You're at the Sabres game and Ryan O'Reilly put three in the back of the net and bye-bye. Want the old ball cap. Um, if Matthew Nye scores a hat trick in his uh, his first game or two, I mean, that, that Leafs nation will be legitimately obsessed with this guy forever. If that were to occur, I don't anticipate that to happen, but uh, it, it would be funny. But yeah, it looks like he will probably be with the team um, tomorrow or today in Florida. Probably going to play that game against the Panthers. I would assume. Certainly, seems likely to play the game against the Pan against uh, the Lightning, and then they finish up the season in New York, taking on the the Rangers. So just three more games. To go, we'll break down the win against Montreal as well because there were some fun storylines mm-hmm. that came out of that game. But when it comes to Matthew Nice, let me let me just quickly, I guess, just for those who may be living under a rock, aren't too familiar who this is. They only pay attention to the main club. You know, Matthew Nice was the Leafs' second round pick a couple of years ago. He's turned out to be a, a terrific player, a top prospect, not only for the Maple Leafs but in the NHL. He was a Hobie. Baker finalist this year, Adam Fantilli, a Oakville native, did win the award as a freshman, which well deserved. He deserved to win it over Matthew Nyes. 
His team, the Minnesota Golden Gophers, just got eliminated in the Frozen Four Finals. He made it all the way to the championship, lost in overtime, um, 3-2 to Quinnipiac. Uh, over the course of the playoffs, and this is where people are starting to, I don't want to say sour on Matt Nye's, Dave, but people are looking at his statistics and saying, he just one assist through you know, the, the, the NCAA playoffs, like through four games, one assist and, uh, you know, getting to the final four, getting to the final two rather is pretty impressive from a team perspective, but he didn't have much of a hand in that. And people are kind of questioning if that is, um, if that's somebody who can help this Maple Leafs team win a Stanley cup. And I think it's a fair question. Uh, but then I look at his regular season stats, 21 goals, 21 assists, 42 points this season um, as a member of the Minnesota Golden Gophers, leading them to number one seed status in the uh, in the college hockey um, in the college hockey season. So, you know, I think we could take that larger 30 plus game sample size as opposed to just that four game sample size and and discern okay, probably a really good player, six foot three, 215 pounds. He's a big body power forward. So now that I've kind of broken down what Matthews Nye, what Matthew Nyes is, the question is, Dave, where does he fit with the Maple Leafs? And do you think he does fit as a part of one of this team's best 12 forwards and will be part of this team's present? Not the future, but the present with three games to go. And then is he going to be ready to play some playoff games for this group? What's your opinion on that? Well, when you hear Kyle Dubas say that they're looking forward to continuing his development, like I, I don't think they're going to just throw everything at him right away. They haven't done that with any of the young players that they have brought up to this point, right? Like every single young player that's come up. Yeah, sure. Like Nick Robertson, they threw him on the top in the top six, but then he either goes lower into the lineup the next game or he's out of the lineup. Like they're not. I think the next three games, considering all the gymnastics they had to do to even get him signed, let's not forget that they had to play without an NHL backup goaltender in order to get this deal done. Yeah, I don't think they're doing that without giving him a legitimate chance to play these last three games. I'm assuming if he's going to play, you're going to play him like middle six, somewhere there, and let's see what he can do. Like... I, I know that people were looking at the stats and when they were watching him play, it was underwhelming. But then you see the sort of things that he was doing. Like he wasn't invisible in those games that he was playing. He did have a presence. So I think they're just gonna they're gonna give him that opportunity to say, all right, these next three games, you know, one of the games is against a team that's still fighting for their playoff life. So it's gonna be a competitive game. Let's see what you can do. And then you go from there in the playoffs, at least you'll have the ability to ice your full lineup. You don't have to worry about the salary cap or anything. So personally, I think take, let the three games happen. If he's better than let's say, I, I'm trying to think who's he going to come out over. Zach Aston Reese has been so good. You're not taking him out. Sam Lafferty. He's found chemistry on that fourth line with David camp. Really? It's a guy like Alexander Kerfoot. Like that's the first guy I look at. That's that's realistically, if you're gonna move take take a guy out, it's going to be him or like a Sam Lafferty. And I don't know, Sheldon Keefe isn't always willing to take out those veteran guys. If he knows, if he trusts a certain player, he's just not gonna take him out of the lineup for a younger guy. It hasn't happened to this point. 
yeah, I'll be completely honest with you. My my guesstimate, right? My projection is he is not in this lineup come game one of the playoffs. I don't think that I don't think he makes the lineup as as one of the top twelve people that Sheldon Keefe trusts. I think that's the the operative word there is trust, right? And I don't know what Matthew Nyes can do in this three games here against teams that probably I mean, this game against Florida tonight probably will be a very important game and because they clearly have you know their playoff lies that they're fighting for. So there'll be a uh, you know, this will be a fiery game. But the ones against Tampa and, and against the Rangers, very meaningless. And when you see the injuries that have occurred to both of those teams over the last week, I bet you the the main objective for both those games is let's just get through it unscathed. Like that's that's what everybody's gonna be saying from Toronto perspective, Tampa and New York. So the only one that might feel like a playoff like game would be the one against the Florida Panthers here tonight. Um, and again, that'll be his first game, not a single practice. It'll just be, all right, go out there and, and, and you know, do what you can, kid. So we'll see how it turns out. But ultimately, I don't think you can you can glean enough from watching him where Sheldon Keefe, who has been reluctant to play younger players come playoff time, like guys he trusts, he, he, he'll he play those over you know, players he doesn't. It's the reason why, you know, Justin Hall ended up in the lineup in the playoffs last year over Erasmus Sandin. It's a reason why... You know, we we saw Nick Robertson get taken out of the playoffs a couple of years ago after his first couple games. So, you know, it's not something we see typically uh, is where Sheldon Keefe sides with the youth. Ty usually goes to the veteran. And to your point, I don't know how many guys Matthew Nyes is going to be flat out better than right from jump. He could be. I don't know. We got to figure it out in the next three days, in the next three games. But to your point, you're pretty much looking at Zach Aston Reese, who's really come on of late, and him and Camp has had some really good chemistry with Lafferty, who's also played really well of late. So I don't know if they take that fourth line, if they change up that fourth line. So you probably are looking at an Alex Kerfoot, and we know how much Sheldon Keefe trusts Alex Kerfoot. You know, as a guy who's on the second power play unit, he's a guy who kills penalties. Like he does a little bit more than what Matthew Nyes will be able to do for you. And I just am not positive that Sheldon Keefe would feel comfortable taking Kerfoot completely out of the lineup for this unknown commodity in, in Matthew Nyes in a in a playoff series. I mean, game three, four, five, maybe, but but come game one, I, I just don't see it happening. Um I know there's a lot of fanfare. There's so many people who are excited. You know, nice season I saw was posted in the Lockdown Leafs Discord chat. But I would caution um, the excitement levels because I'm just not sold that Matthew Nyes comes in, lights the world on fire, and becomes a, a staple in this lineup every night. I think, you know, he, he gets a look in these final three games, and then we'll see. Like, we will see what happens. Like, I've seen people already kind of putting out some, you know, some mock lineups where he's up, you know, on the second line with Tavares and Nylander. It's like, I just, I don't see him getting top six minutes right off the jump. I just don't see it. Yeah. I think that if you're going to play him in the lineup, it's going to be on the third line. Like that, like realistically, if you're going to put him in the lineup, that's, that's where it's going to be. And I'll be honest, that's only if you're not deploying a third line as a checking line. 
Because if you're having Matthew Nyes on the third line, that's not your checking line. No. It's just not. Like that that would mean you're loading up your top six probably and you're going Tavares, O'Reilly, Marner as your second line, also your checking line. And then you've got some combination of like Achari, um, I don't know, Achari and Kerfoot and let's say maybe Achari, Lafferty, and the Nyes. Like whoever you want to pick, I guess, is your – your third line, like that's basically what you'd be looking at. And the um, injury changes, obviously changes. If he, if he comes back in the lineup, things are going to get shuffled around again too. That's something to keep in mind. Which injury? Sorry. The arm croak injury. Like, yeah, I, so I, I don't anticipate him being out long-term. Like he's, I, he'll be back for the playoffs. They said he's close. Like it made it seem like he's coming on the trip. It makes it seem like he's going to play in one of these game, last three games for sure. Yeah, yeah. I, I wouldn't doubt if he doesn't play in, in Florida, but then maybe plays in the Tampa game perhaps. Um, but, yeah, I would imagine that it may may factor into into things here. But, I mean, if you look at the lineup from from last night, I guess you're you're putting in Nyes for Wayne Simmons, right? Yeah. Like that's, that's the straight-up. Boom, let's put Simmons in there and, and see what happens. So um or Nyes over Simmons and see what happens. I'm I'm intrigued, obviously. Like we've been waiting a while for this kid and he's been hyped up a lot. I just do want to make sure that Leafs Nation is tempering their expectations. Yeah. Because I'm not sure we're gonna see him come out here, be a top six contributor, bulldoze guys, and just, you know be uh be a, a modern day power forward dynamo right from jump you know like there could be a little bit of an adjustment and if he's playing games with the marlies through the playoffs as opposed to the maple leaves wouldn't shock me would not shock me yeah it's going to be interesting to see how they exactly they they work this i, I mean look sheldon keith has had a lot of time to think about this too like it's not like matthew nice all of a sudden just decided to come like this is something that they've I know Sheldon keeps said like they've been they've been waiting for his his team to make a decision on whether he was going to come but we know that they've been playing for this for a really long time yeah absolutely uh we can continue this nice talk when we help tee up tonight's game against Florida in just a few moments we'll also pre um recap the game against Montreal because boy was it a fun one a 7-1 drubbing the Leafs laid on the Canadians, and Jet Alexander was able to pick up the victory. We'll chat about that more in just a moment. But first, let me tell you guys about FanDuel. Uh, grand slams, no hitters, double plays are back. There's no better place to get on the MLB action than FanDuel, North America's number one sports book. That's because right now new customers can get up to, uh, up to the plate with a no-sweat-first bet. Up to $1,000. Just go to FanDuel.com slash locked on. Sign up. Place your first bet and get up to $1,000 back in bonus bets if you don't win. So don't miss your chance to get a no sweat first bet up to $1,000 when FanDuel, uh, when you join FanDuel today. Just go to FanDuel.com slash locked on to sign up. FanDuel, the official partner of the Locked On Network. Uh, welcome back into the Locked On These Podcasts. It's Mike DiStefano and Dave Morissuti, uh, Maple Leafs with a big-time dub, 7-1 over the Montreal Canadiens. It was a big night for the big boys. Uh, power play was 4 for 6, perfect on the penalty kill. Marner was a magician. You got goals from Tavares, from Nylander, from Matthews. O'Reilly hit the uh, hit the score sheet a couple of times. 
And uh, Jet Alexander checked into the game. Emergency backup goaltender. It was a wild game Saturday night uh, to finish up the regular season at Scotiabank Arena with a 7-1 win over Montreal. What, what was your favorite part about that game? Because it was pretty joyous to watch when you see Toronto just continue to put pucks in the back of the net and put smiles on uh, people's faces. Well, first it was William Nylander just looking so miserable that he scored a goal. I It's it's almost like he didn't know he scored it, though. And to yeah. be fair, I didn't know if he did either, if it went off of the skate of the defender or went off of the one. Hit, but Yeah, he, he was kind of like, people were just like, you scored, Billy? Oh, okay. Like, yeah, I, I had no idea. Hey, man, been here, done that. I kind of like it, to be honest with you. Yeah, and then Marner, you know, we know Marner's a few points away from 100, and, like, I thought maybe he could have gotten 100 that to 100 that night with the way he was playing. So he only ended up with three points on the night. I could have swore he had a fourth assist there. Did he not? Yeah, there, so there was the play um, to Matthews where it went off the Canadians player's skate, and people believe that because he kicked it, that's like a change of possession, and then Matthews picked it up and he scored. Wow. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Come on. Yeah. Anyways. Pretty, that, that was pretty. Yeah. I mean, I think, you know, three games left needing two points. You kind of hope that he can get there because, you know, it's a milestone. It's, he's already had established a career high. I'm getting tired of hearing some people say, oh, the Leafs don't have a hundred point score this year because the Oilers have three. Yeah. Yeah, they do. I, I mean, I, I think he's going to get there, first of all. Second of all, he was a magician in uh, in that game last night. He was so freaking good, like, just the way that he was controlling play. I mean, that sauce that Tavares in front of the net was, like, so good, man. Just like, you saw Tavares, too. Little point items, like, points items, like, man, that was a, was like, ooh, what a sauce. Like, it was just so good, man. Like, Marner is unbelievable. Um, hopefully he can bring this type of swag and confidence with him into the playoffs because that will definitely be uh, be be a big boon for the Maple Leafs if they can get this Mitch Marner in a seven-game series. We've yet to see it, to be quite honest with you. Like I've, We've never seen Marner playing at this elite of a level during the playoffs, and I hope that uh, it does continue and he can bring it all the way through because um, that gives him a massive advantage when they're taking on Tampa Bay. Um, but I think like the biggest story... <laughs> Funny enough, because it was such a blowout, the biggest story was the ebook Jet Alexander, the U of T goaltender, getting an opportunity to play at the final minute 10 of the game. And it wasn't necessarily Jet Alexander playing. It was the comments afterwards from Chris Weidman. Um, dude, like what? I don't know if you have the comments, uh, if you have the quotes that was that was there that we can pull up so we don't misquote Chris Weidman. But he had some interesting things to say afterwards. Basically, something along the lines of... Uh, you got them right here. You know, the, the Maple Leafs... Oh, you got them here? Okay, yeah. Let's pull them up here. Because I don't want to misquote them. They'll get what they deserve in a few weeks. Chris Weidman on lease playing Jet Alexander. What do you mean they'll get what they deserve in a few weeks? Like, you were down 7-1. to one, and You have an opportunity to give this kid... 70 like, seconds. 70 seconds of ice time in a National Hockey League game. Like, literally a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. And you're sour about that? 
that just shows the type of character that Chris Weidman is to be on. Like, how do you look at yourself in the mirror and be like, wow, they actually did that? Like, they, they're going to get what's coming to them. Like, how are you upset by that? Ultimately, how are you upset? You didn't even get a shot on goal once he got into the crease anyways. Like, this is a game that's completely over. Like, I just... I don't understand why Chris Weidman was so upset by this. It's such a loser comment. It's a loser comment. And there were some loser comments from the non-Toronto media on top of that. But the best part about all this is the guy was, Chris Weidman was on the ice when David Camp attempted a Michigan goal. When he yeah. went for that Michigan attempt. It was Chris Weidman that stopped it yeah. uh, from happening. Like that would I piss, maybe piss head. you off a little bit more than, and now there should be a little bit of clarification. He wasn't necessarily an e-bug. He was on a tryout, an ATO. Right. Technically, he was not, I guess, the e-bug. But yes, he was. Yeah. For- but the part, yeah, like, you know how how hard it is to get to the NHL. You can give anyone that chance to live out their dream for 70 seconds. And you come on and you say, oh, the hockey god, the code, they broke the code. I'm like, they didn't break anything. Your team was terrible. Your head coach called you guys out because of how terrible you played. Like maybe focus on why your team lost everyone rather than the guy who gets to live out his NHL dream for 70 seconds. And by the way, the guy that lived out his dream, he's a Habs fan. He's not even a Leafs. It's not like the Leafs brought in some like guy who's never played, you know, hockey before in his life. And they're like a make a wish sort of deal. This was like somebody who, They've had at practices before. He plays in the youth sports system. He plays. He plays. Like he played growing up. He played in the in the junior ranks and he was played. the he was the e bug for the Colorado Avalanche not too long ago when they yeah. were when Colorado was in town. They needed a, an emergency backup and he was there. Like this is not someone that Technically, yeah, they've got him off the street, but this is not somebody who this wasn't a David Ayers situation. Yeah, I mean, it doesn't even matter who it was though, or what his background is. It really doesn't. It's just it, the, the the Leafs did something that was awesome by giving this guy a once in a lifetime opportunity to to you know put himself in the record books as as a goaltender who got to play real life NHL minutes. Like, there's only a select number of people on planet Earth that could say they played in an NHL game, and when you're up seven one. It doesn't matter anymore. Put it the guy out there. We saw this happen earlier this year. Matt Berlin did this in Edmonton. Yeah. Like literally the exact same thing. I didn't hear That's anyone the, in, in the Chicago. players on the bench were calling. I remember when the oldest player, like McDavid, all of them were calling for it to happen. Yeah, it did come from McDavid. I remember I spoke to to Matt Berlin about this. I'm actually gonna speak to um I was speaking to Jet Alexander on Leafs Lunch uh, on Monday about this as well. So you know, and, and apparently it was the exact same situation, though. The directive came from the bench. Want, the players wanted to give him that opportunity. And when you're up 7-1, I mean, that allows you to do stuff like that. I also heard there was, you know, issues like, oh, they were up by like, you know, five, six goals, and they still had their top power play out there. You know, okay, sure. If you want to get upset about that, whatever. But ultimately, the Leafs are at a point now where they got to kind of flip a switch here. And they need to make sure that everything is firing on all cylinders. That includes special teams. That includes their power play. So, yeah, they're going to have the top unit out there yeah. so that they can still get, get it going. 
You know, you've got Austin Matthews, who's still trying to get to 40. You've got Neil Andrews, who's still trying to get to 40 goals. Marner's trying to, get Marner, points. trying to get to 100 points for the first time in his career. So these guys also want to go out there and still want to put up, you know, points and fill the stat sheet because they've got career markings that they can all hit at some point here. And by doing it in Montreal, you know, it can makes it a lot easier to hit those milestones through the next three games, especially when, you know, you may not be able to play all three games due to load management. So whatever the hell was up Montreal's butt that day, like, I I, I, I mean, I'm not thinking anything of it, dude. Like, this was a big-time win for the Maple Leafs, and they made somebody's dream come true um, by being in the position, by being up that much where they could do that, and it wasn't going to affect anybody. So for Wyman to have an issue with it, I think speaks volumes to uh, the kind of type of person he is, to be honest with you. I mean, I'm not even going to say that. Like, realistically, heat of the moment, you lose 7-1. I guess he felt a little embarrassed by it. Like, okay, I somewhat can understand. I bet if you asked him today, I would hope if you asked him today after a good night's sleep, he would say, whatever, it wasn't a big deal. He lost his cool. But, um, you know, I, I don't think the Maple Leafs did anything, anything wrong. No, I, I don't think they did. Like, I'll give Chris Wyman a little bit of benefit of the fit of the doubt that, you know, the team didn't play well, frustrating loss. Yeah. They want their season to be over and done with just as much as a lot of other teams do. I, I can give, I, like, but at the same time, like, to say those things, it's a little, it's just, it's just a, it's just, a, it's just unfortunate. But I think, you know what? Hopefully, if somebody asks him a, like a few days after and if he, Kind of clarifies what he, his sentiment. Maybe we can uh, put a shit to the side and move on. Yeah. All right, buddy. We'll take one more quick break when we get back. We've got a game tonight in Florida, and you've got a trip that you're heading to in Florida as well. We'll get a little bit of information on what you have planned over the next couple of days and help TF tonight's game as well. I'm Mike DeStefano with Dave Morasuti. You listen to Lockdown Leafs podcast, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network. Welcome back into the Locked On Lease podcast. It's Mike DeStefano and Dave Morissuti. We are a daily Maple Leaf-centric podcast with the playoffs coming up in uh, less than two weeks now. Make sure it's pretty much a week away, actually, at this point. It is a week away, so uh, make sure that you are ready to rock. Make sure you're subscribed to Locked On Lease podcast because we will be covering every inch of playoff coverage when it comes to the Buds. All right, Dave. Uh, game tonight. Leafs heading into Florida. I am assuming it will be Matthew Nyes' season debut tonight, Maple Leafs debut. Um, so that'll be fun to see where he kind of slots up. But like of these last three games, I suppose one of which you'll be in the building for. You know, what are you expecting out of these games? Like anything? I, I think the guys just gonna make sure they're staying in their rhythm, right? clean up bad habits, try to work on some things. You know, the game against Florida, we mentioned before, is going to be a competitive one. So I'm assuming that they're just not going to take, they, they're not going to take their foot off the gas. We like Sheldon Keefe, what he said, what he loved the most about the Montreal game is that everybody was on board, right? Nobody was seeing like, no one was overlooking the Montreal Canadians in any way. They saw that as an opportunity to pad the stats a little bit to, you know, really show what, the, what type of team they are. I'm hoping that's what the next three games are going to be about, you know, staying healthy. First and foremost, knock on wood. We don't have to deal with anything like what Tampa had to go through the last few days. 
and just just get yourself into that playoff mindset. You got three games left. You're going to have some time off after that. I think like what, four days between the final game of the season and the playoffs, roughly, give or take. Three days, I think. So Saturday, Sunday, I think playoffs start back Monday or Tuesday, depending on which day the Maple Leafs start. So just stay healthy, keep yourself in a rhythm. And if you're Sheldon Keefe, set yourself ready for the playoffs in terms of what you want your lineup to look like. Yeah, I don't even know if that's that's going to be the case. Like, I, I wouldn't be surprised if if we don't see same lineups from, like, each game, from game to game, because I think we're still going to see guys miss out. Like, that was the thing. I mean, we, we had guys sit the other night, like both Morgan Riley and, and Justin Hall or um, TJ Brody, right, took the night off, and they still were able to lay a whooping on Montreal. Like, I think we could still see some guys kind of filter out of the lineup. I think – as much as we talk about it, Keith knows exactly what his, his lineup's going to be game one. He knows exactly what it's going to be. There's one spot maybe for Matthew Nyes, but again, I think he knows who's coming out if that if Matthew Nyes proves that over the next three games he's worthy and ready and capable and trustworthy enough to play come game one. He knows exactly where that's going to be. Um, outside of that, I, I think he really does have it all in place and and we may not see it in the game against Florida tonight might not see it tomorrow or Thursday in the season finale against the the New Jersey the uh, New York Rangers I, I don't know it's going to be interesting but I think the point that you made which I completely agree with is whoever is in the lineup just make sure that those details are still dialed in because that's that's the one thing that is important I think those details remain dialed in they got to get off to a good start and try and play 60 minutes of, of well-oiled hockey Right, get out unscathed, obviously. Which, uh, be careful in this game against uh, against Florida. Like, I don't know if you saw that weekend matchup, or was it last Friday, maybe or Thursday? They played that game against the Ottawa Senators. Yeah, last Ooh. week. Ooh. That was a brutal game. There was like so many fights and and penalties that were handed out. Toronto can't get into that nonsense. They just they just flat out cannot. So hopefully they can't. Uh, they can stay away from the extracurriculars in this game. But again, uh, the Panthers have way more to play for. So uh, just don't let them bait Toronto into playing that type of game. That would be worst case scenario for them. So that's kind of what I'm looking for tonight. Just like, just play uh, a well-detailed game, get off to a good start. And hopefully they can pick up, you know, a couple more points, I suppose, doesn't really matter. I would prefer Florida doesn't make the playoffs because I'd rather see Sidney Crosby in the playoffs. So, you know, I wouldn't mind the least stealing two tonight uh, in Florida. Yeah, like it, you, you play a little bit of spoiler. That just gives your oh, – it's just a nice little boost, and you want to get a little revenge on the Panthers from what they did the last few, uh, the last game, Alex Lyon, with the hero performance. This guy's so since that night, like he's been unbelievable, full hamburglar, full hamburglar. He's been so Toronto might be able to put a little bit of a wrench into those plans if they can get the win in regulation. Because, dude, all of these teams that are fighting for a playoff spot right now in the East and in the West, they're all winning games. All of them. His last like week, it's like they all know how important these games are. They're fighting for their lives and and they're coming up, uh, coming up big and victorious. It's it is it's turned into quite a race for these final couple wild card spots in both leagues. Um, it's 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 been fun. So Toronto will do their best to your point to, to play spoiler, 
Um, you're going to be in Florida, though, pal. You want to tell uh, tell us what uh, what the plans are for you on your little boys trip down to the Sunshine State? Yeah, uh, so my brothers decided to tie the knot this year. I don't know who, who told them to do that. It certainly wasn't me. And unfortunately, I was named the best man. And so I had to plan this uh, his bachelor party. So the ideas we floated around was, oh, let's go watch a Leaf game on the road. And we're like looking at the schedule. We initially thought, oh, maybe we'll do Nashville because Nashville was last month. And I'm like, you know what? Like, I'm tired of this Canadian weather. Let's go somewhere warm. I saw this week with Florida on the schedule. We had Florida and we had Tampa. And I was trying to figure out which game to go to. And I'm like, you know what? This one against Tampa, you get that preview of the C- of the playoff series. At the time that we booked this, the Leafs and Tampa were like deadlocked in points. So I thought maybe this would be a game that – might decide home ice, but then Tampa decided to, you know, stink up the joint a little bit there. Yeah. And so, yeah, we picked the Tampa game, got the seats. Um, so we're going to be at, so we fly out Monday. We're going to be staying in Clearwater. Nice. Been, uh, three nights. I have not been on a vacation. This is not going to be a vacation. As I've been told, this is a bachelor party. So sleep is not going to be on our minds. Um, this is my first ever bachelor party. I have never been on a bachelor party before. And wow. I'm the one that had to plan the damn thing. So I don't know. Like there's, there's a lot, there was some pressure on this one. How, how bachelor is this going to get Dave? Um, I have been given some, uh, suggestions from the bride to be about what she does not want to happen. <laughs> on this trip. Okay, so you've got some, okay. Do you've got a do not do list. There's the- a very much a do not do list. Yeah. Um, the group chat, uh, that we have set up is a little, uh, it might get me in some trouble. <laughs> Let's just say there's going to be some trouble. There's going to be some rule bro- rules broken on this trip. Might even be right at the start of the damn trip as, as from what I've been reading. I'll say this though. You say you want to get away from the Canadian weather. You're picking a terrible week to leave, pal. We got 15, 15, 18, 19, 22 degree highs on Friday, 21 on Saturday, 20 on Sunday. Buds, this is gonna be a beautiful week. Although you're back by the weekend, right? You're just I'm back. The- so I'm gonna be I'm gonna be going into Florida weather and I'm gonna be returning to Florida weather. That'll be brilliant. A lot better than when I returned from Florida and there's blistering snow and i'm in shorts and it's very very unfortunate so you'll be returning to much better weather than uh than i but man have fun appreciate it and uh i'll hold the fort down you've done it for me you know way more times than i can count and now it's my turn to hold down the fort for you pal but uh you know enjoy your vacation or i guess not your vacation (laughs) that's I guess. It's not, yeah, I've been told that this is, don't don't call this a vacation because it ain't gonna be. Although I will say the place we're staying at does have a hot tub. It's got a pool. It's got a nice outdoor space. Are you sitting the links at all while out there? Uh, we're gonna do some top golf. Ooh, nice. wants to. Ch- I, I I've done a form of top golf, but not one where you can actually like you know like you see on like Mike Trout absolutely crushing yeah, just crushing. Golf crushing golf balls yeah after watching the masters this weekend like i wasn't sure if i wanted to do anything golf related just because the weather is kind of gonna be windy and stuff and i watched the masters and i'm like i cannot swing a golf club while i'm down there even if it's just at the driving range yeah i'm getting myself some uh some time with a with a golf club in my hand yeah 
Top golf should be a lot of fun, man. Well, appreciate it. Um, have a lot of fun, dude. Enjoy the game. Again, you're gonna have to give us a full scout report. You're uh, right. get on the Discord, everyone. I'm gonna be I'm gonna be active on that Discord during the game. Yeah, yeah all I your eyes will be on nice, so we'll need a full report when you get back. And uh and I get to scout what it's like to go to Tampa Bay. If anybody was thinking of going on the road in Tampa Bay, I'll give you a scouting trip of what to look for, what to expect. That's true. That's true. Someone will probably want to know what's the go-to pregame bar. Where do we hit up for good, good drinks ahead of time? Afterwards, that's right. You're gonna have. You're gonna basically be a pro, and you can let people know. Um, all right, buddy. Good stuff. Enjoy your vacation, man. Um, I guess we'll. Are you? Uh, you be back Friday? No, I guess next Monday. Yep, I'm gonna be back. Yeah, I'm uh, back Thursday night, so I'm gonna be back late. So we'll be. We'll be back at it on prepping for playoffs. That's it. So the next time you're back, man, the next time you're back on this show, the next time you guys see Dave's face, it'll be playoffs. It'll be go time. And we'll start previewing uh, that series between Tampa and Toronto. All right, buddy. Good stuff. Uh, Enjoy it. Get some good shut out. You got an early flight. By the time people are listening to this, you're probably already in the air on your way down to Tampa Bay. Yes, sir. Uh, That'll do it for us here today in the podcast. I'd like to thank everyone for listening and supporting the show. You can subscribe to the Locked On Leafs podcast on all podcast platforms and receive daily Leafs content. Follow myself on Twitter at Mickey underscore Canuck. Follow Dave at D underscore Morisuti. Leave a like and a comment down below on YouTube if you would. And uh, I will be back with another episode tomorrow. Until then, keep locked right here on Locked On Leafs.